Hello and welcome to Searchings for Service, brought to you by District 5950 and 5960. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Chad Larson. And I'm Joe Kirk. And we have the honor and privilege of yet again another special guest by the name of Jim Nelson. Welcome, Jim Nelson. We're happy to have you. And our listeners are probably going, who the heck is Jim Nelson? And you're about to find out just who he is. (laughs) (laughs) So um, in this first section, we always like to get to know you. So, Jim. But before we get to know oh, Jim, sorry, we're going to very quickly <laughs> outline what the purpose and overview of what this show is all about. So we want to provide a radio show and a show that offers service opportunities for Rotarians and non-Rotarians alike. And how we do that is we interview amazing guests like Jim and really outline and show different types of service opportunities that are out there. And then why we believe Rotary is the best vehicle to do that. And today, part of what we'll talk about is Jim's recent service trip to Honduras. Right. You want to talk about a great segue, Chad. Yeah. But before <laughs> we get into it. You guys, I was just so excited to have Jim on, okay? <laughs> and I'm I'm still getting into the swing of things. Oh, so, And Joe just had to say something upstairs about doing a good job. And so, you know, I was feeling really good. But... <laughs> We call that upper limiting. I was just going to say. <laughs> well, welcome again, Jim. And um, why don't you share with our listeners what it is that we need to know about you? Well, <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, okay. <laughs> city of Lakes Club, former, former governor. Yes, I am a member of City of Lakes Rotary Club. We meet at the Women's Club in downtown or just uh, on the edge of downtown Minneapolis. What a great location. It is a fabulous uh, location. I had a B&I chapter that met there in that location for several years. What an amazing building. Yeah, and this time of the year, it's particularly good. We have some social events up on the roof uh, of the patio oh, nice. upstairs, and you can see downtown, yeah. and it's, it's really gorgeous. I don't know if we're going to do that this summer because I don't know if we're going to have but, any warm yeah, weather. When, 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 is, when is summer going to get here? Yeah, that's, I'm not sure about that. Anyway, I've been a member of uh, City Lakes Rotary uh, since uh, March of 1999, so it's 20— Four years. Um, I um, got involved, like a lot of people, because somebody asked me to come to a meeting, um, mm-hmm. and uh, I uh, got sucked right in. Got and- sucked right <laughs> in. I, yeah, I, I, you know, be, before I joined Rotary, I have to say I, I knew a lot of lawyers, and I knew my clients, and I knew some neighbors and a few other people. But um, I didn't. I didn't know nearly as many and as broad a cross section of our community as I did until I joined Rotary. And and uh, when I went to the, to the first meeting, I saw people I knew from my business experience. I'm a, a lawyer, and um, I thought, well, this might be fun. And that's kind of that was kind of what got me. And this might be fun, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of sort of the networking aspect of it. Yeah. And uh, but then I did get it involved and got really interested in this in the service aspect of it. Uh, I became president of the club in 2009, and then um, became district governor in uh, 2014-15. Wow, Rotary year. So it's it's so common to hear, like people join Rotary for two reasons. It's they get in the door either professionally or 
you know, they're they're really inspired by service. It's in their DNA, their mm-hmm. family, it's legacy, <laughs> it's all of that type of thing. Or they, um, the youth exchange has always been a really big connector too. Yes, yeah. that, you're absolutely right. And we have hosted three youth exchange. <laughs> I was just going to ask you, I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to jinx it, but have you done anything with youth exchange? <laughs> I've done plenty of plenty with youth exchange. And by virtue of being on the, the district governor and incoming district governor, I was also on the board of the North Star Youth Exchange for three okay. years. So, yeah, I'm very familiar with that. And, and you know, yeah, I think you're right. It's a multidimensional organization in the sense of services. You know, our motto is service above self, and that's a lot of what we do. But that's not that's not all we do. Right. There's many service opportunities beyond Rotary. I mean, if yep. that's all you want to do, you can do that. And a lot of you can pound nails for Habitat Humanity or, or what a wonderful organization. I'm not downplaying that yeah, at all. Absolutely. But, um, but um, you may know, as being Rotarians, that Rotary really has five core values that we've yeah. articulated. And service is one of them. But fellowship is another one, and that's why a lot of people join. Leadership is another one. And I got into leadership just because I was asked to do something, and I I did it. And, of course, integrity with our four-way test and uh, and diversity, which we struggle to uh, really promote, particularly in our district. Um, And we've been continuing to get a lot better with it, I will say. I mean, even in our club, just the the new membership that we're bringing in is – very reflective of our community, which is exciting to see as as we are continuing to grow and and uh, put a focus on uh, DEI. I think that's a that's yeah. a really great thing. That's right, and of course, if you go to an international convention uh, around the world, and I've been to ten of them, um, you see a lot of diversity. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. people from all over the world, all colors, creeds, and so forth, uh, are represented there, and certainly all political views are represented there too. In clubs, we try to leave mm-hmm. the politics at the door yep. <laughs> because of, because of that. Yeah. We just had um, Meg from the National Eagle Center, and she had a wonderful, inspiring quote. I think you wrote it down. I, I did. I didn't get she, it. She talked about how eagles are so inspiring because you can't fly without without both the left wing and the right wing working together. I was like, yeah, that's very like good. She's, Unbelievable. She's <laughs> going to bat for. She's going to bat for that. Like the eagle becoming like the national bird and like it's obviously the national symbol but right anyways, right yeah, yeah. anywho yeah, come together though yeah but, but back to you do you have uh i mean obviously we're going to talk about the the guatemala trip honduras or honduras. honduras i'm sorry we had guatemala on yeah. a couple of weeks ago i heard um, i heard sutton's um, uh, yeah. <laughs> discussion yeah. um but do you have a favorite service project that you've completed in your time well, I, I would say that the uh, the Honduras is at the top of the list as far as uh, international projects are concerned. As far as uh, local projects, we've had a continuing relationship with uh, Dunwoody, okay. which mm. is a wonderful school. Yeah. Uh, really trains a lot of people uh, in a lot of you know skill areas. Yeah. Skills that I certainly don't have. I was a, a, a <laughs> practice law. That's because I didn't have any skills. <laughs> uh, that's and, and not so we've, true. We've, uh, <laughs> we've we've worked with um, with the young people. They have a, a program where they bring uh, uh, disadvantaged uh, high schoolers and yeah. show them the opportunities. Because you know we talk about college, but there's a, a lot of ways to make a very respectable living. 
other especially than today. college. Yeah. yeah, especially today is right. Yeah, with the cost of college and so forth. so uh, that's always that's always been a favorite of mine. We do various things, and that's an ongoing project that you do annually. Yes. Or is yeah. it- well, yes, annually we do uh, mock interviews with the kids to kind of cool. get them trained into uh, into how to deal with. Uh, how to deal with uh, interviews and so forth. I think my favorite aspect of that was uh, one of my first jobs in Rotary was as chair of the Vocational Services Committee in our our club, and that did involve um, Dunwoody. And uh, one of the things they said they needed was um, uh, a a van to transport the kids, because a lot of these kids don't have, that's a transportation is a big issue to get them Mm -hmm. there in the the summertime. Somebody said, "Well, maybe we could give them five thousand dollars and or something to put toward it." And I said, "Wait a minute! Why don't we think a little bigger about this? Let's see if we can get the club to come up with money." And we came up with enough money. And I had a I had an automobile uh, dealership client yeah. at the time, and I called them and said, "Here's what we want to do, and here's how much we got. Can you can you help us?" We bought them the whole van and uh, put the rotary logo on the side of it. And uh, I don't think it's operating anymore because this was 18, 19 years ago, but I think it operated for well over 10 years. (laughs) And so that was, you know, it was fun to go to Dunwoody and see that van outside. Well, it probably paid for itself a hundred times. Multiple times, I think, yeah. Yeah. It's really amazing. Yeah, yeah. And we still we work a lot at, at uh, Community uh, Emergency Services Food Shelf over in South Minneapolis. Oh, yeah. I like that a lot, too. I don't do it every month, but uh, I, I do enjoy that. And you guys do a monthly service project with them? Uh, correct, yeah. Wow. Yeah, monthly or every – I think it's every other monthly okay. right now. But what we do is we get together on a Saturday and pack food for people who yep. can't come to the food shelf, and then they deliver it on Monday. Okay. Uh, but they, in the meantime, they put um, on Monday, we deliver, we we pack it with the dry goods, and then they put fresh produce oh. Monday. Oh, sure. And they take it out. Oh, they take it out. I should say out of a refrigerator that my club bought for the food shelf, <laughs> and, and mm. that makes a world of difference that they can deliver fresh produce yeah. and so forth to people, and not mm. just boxed. Yeah, not the dry not goods. Yeah. Boxed things. That's yeah. so cool. It's cool. Yeah. It's it's really always nice to hear what other clubs are doing too within their community, because you know, uh, the three of us are part of Edina Morningside, so we've got kind of a narrow narrow vision of what we do in our community. So it's always nice to expand that. And every club is different too. And yeah. we're excited to hear about Honduras and. In our next segment here, we're going to be going out um, in a second here, but we'll we'll get into Honduras and uh, how how that project went. As a reminder, you're listening to Searching for Service. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Chad Larson, and I'm Joe Kirk. Of the things we think, say, or do. Is it the truth? Is it fair to walk on sun? Will it be a good will and better friendship? Is it the truth? Is it fair to walk on sun? Will it be beneficial to walk on sun? Join Rotary to serve your community and the world with honesty, fairness, and goodwill. Our four-way test guides our actions every day. Is it the truth? Is it fair to all concerned? Will it build goodwill and better friendships? Will it be beneficial to all concerned? These values underpin our commitment to making a positive impact on the world. 
learn more about your local Rotary Club and stop searching and start serving. And the song you're hearing now was performed by Rotary Club of Dar es Salaam Oyster Bay. Rotary is a place for all community-minded people who want to serve their areas with the support of an international organization. Join Rotary to find service. Join Rotary to find inclusion. Join Rotary to find leadership. Join Rotary to find fun. Join Rotary to find friendship. Join Rotary to find a better version of the world. Find a Rotary Club near you at rotary.org and click on Club Finder. There is a club out there for everyone. Find your fit with Rotary. Rotary.org. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Searching for Service, brought to you by Rotary District 5950 and 5960. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Chad Larson. And I'm Joe Kirk. As a reminder, you can find us on your favorite podcast platforms, and we love... Five-star reviews, likes, shares. Comments. Comments. (laughs) Questions, concerns. There's a ton of episodes on there, people. There's going to be something you're going to like. If you are tuning in for the first time, we have on on our show today Jim Nelson. And outside of him being just an amazing person, um, the real purpose of us having him on our show today is to talk about the Honduras trip that he just recently took and that the project, um, the service project within. Let's dive in. <laughs> All right. How did that come to fruition? Let's start there. Well, it has to go. It goes back um, a ways. It goes back about ten years, actually. Um, there's a Rotarian by the name of Steve Solbreck, who is a member of the St. Louis Park Rotary Club. He was doing a water project over in Africa, and uh, where was it? Uganda. And uh, it was in partnership with a large uh, non-governmental organization or NGO, um, uh, World Vision. And uh, when he was uh, there, he asked a World Vision person, um, he said, you know, I'd like to get more people involved in international projects, but it's hard, it's, it's hard to get to Africa. Uh, is, there, is there some need closer to home where we could do a project. And the answer came back, Honduras would be a great um, opportunity. And as we discussed before we went on the air, it's only about a five and a half hour flight. Plus yeah, some, yeah, that's right. still that's still like, I'm like, it's seriously only, f- what? Like, yeah. Uh, what? We, yeah. we, uh, mm-hmm. we, um, which is great. Yeah, it is great, and and we get on we get on a plane here at about five o'clock in the morning if things go well, <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and get there at about noon. So we're there in time for lunch, and um, this time around, unfortunately, well, we can get into that later, I guess, but it was it wasn't quite that smooth. Uh, but in any event, so Steve, uh, I was in line to become district governor, and and Steve asked me if I wouldn't want to go down to Honduras with him and scope things out. And one of the keys of a major or large international project is you you have to have a Rotary Club on the other end who's willing to participate with you. And so the purpose was twofold, to go into the, some of the communities where World Vision said they had some uh, – significant water issues, and um, and then to meet with the Rotary Club of Santa Rosa de Copan and see if they would be on board with helping us with the project. And, and so we did that, and Steve wrote the grant, 
And that grant was completed in, um, I think it was uh, 2016, and it was an $800,000 project. Uh, $400,000 in rotary money and $400,000 match from World Vision. I'm always shocked by the amount of money that can be raised, you know, for the right causes and for the right, like, if you've got somebody at the helm that really knows how to push it too, and just how quickly that money turns into a lot of money. <laughs> yes, yes. And I can, uh, and I will get to that in a little bit. Yeah, because the, the numbers are can be pretty dramatic. Anyway, very successful project. We went down there in 2016 and saw the results. And um, it, it, you know, when we were there in 2013, there's one particular village where we were an example where uh, we saw them. What their water source was these kids pulling water out of um, literally a hole in the ground where the water had just seeped in from the the mountains up above down into this hole in the ground where there's wild animals and domestic animals feeding out of it and doing everything else that animals do. And filthy water, and they'd come down at 5 o'clock in the morning and and scoop it out into a bucket and take it back. It's a 45-minute to an hour process just to get water that was dirty and then clean it uh, Probably just by boiling it, that was that was about it. Mm-hmm. And then to go back in 2016 and see a water tap right outside the home and see fresh water and the kids washing their hands in it and laughing and and it's just it's really incredible. It was, yeah, it was just it's such a moving experience. Once you do that, it's kind of hard to let go of mm-hmm. that. <clears throat> well, and what's always amazed me too is how water changes their life so much, specifically for women. Like we've had, we've had other people on and just the statistics on how clean water impacts women, children, um, health, education, just it, it's everything. It's, Mm -hmm. it's just so wild. Yes. And, and you, you look at the Rotary, probably somebody in one of your shows has talked about the seven areas of focus of the Rotary Foundation and the water spills out <laughs> over all those areas yeah. Yeah. Uh, economic development and education mm-hmm. and, and health and so forth it's it's really so dramatic so um, i mean it's a it's a wonderful gift that you guys were able to provide yeah oh yeah and it's a gift back to us too, to yeah. to, mm-hmm. to feel to feel that um so in 2016 my club was um looking around for a project and and one of our members said, well, can't we just do something where we don't really have to leave town? And I said, wait a minute. This is the International Service Committee. Yeah. <laughs> and you can That's... do things. You can pack food and send it mm-hmm. someplace or something like that. But I said, let, let, let's shoot a little higher. I said, look at the program that Steve did. I've been down there three times already uh, to see the results and to see what the need. Let's go for it. So in 2017, I and um, uh, a group uh, went to Honduras for, again and looked at some of the successful projects, looked at some of the, the need, which was still incredible in other communities. Mm-hmm. And I said, let's do the same thing. And World Vision was all in on it. Uh, the Rotary Club of Santa Rosa de Copan was so happy with the first results. And they were all in on it. So we came back and I started raising money. And uh, it took a while, um, but we did raise uh, enough money. I won't go into all the details of how we, how we did it. Um, but you did it. 
But we did do it. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we did do it, and uh, the project got started in 2019, and we were about ready to go to. Um, I don't know. I, uh, there was a question. Or I, I'm kind of rambling, maybe a little. Oh, no, bit, you're okay. No, you're not. Wonderful. No, okay. You're not. I, I, so, so, but we had something happen in 2020 that probably put a little yeah, bit you of a. Have it. <laughs> we had a, a flight schedule for March 30th of 2020 oh to go down and see the progress. And, um, needless to say, we we're still we, waiting for that flight. <laughs> we put that one on the shelf, and but the project went on. Um, although they had the same problems, that sure. we had plus some additional problems. Two hurricanes within five days of each other, uh, Iota and Ida, yeah. uh, which actually wrecked some of the infrastructure that we had built on this pro- on the oh, on the project. So we had to come up with a little more money, and we came up with another four thousand. And World Vision matched that, so we had another eight to okay. fix those. And then our main the main person in charge with on the World Vision side died of COVID, unfortunately, you know, in his 50s. And um, and then they had a dengue fever outbreak and, and just one thing after another. And then we had to, there was some political uh, strife down there. And mm-hmm. so we had to rearrange some of the project. But long and short of it is we did finish and, and we submitted a final report to, to uh, the Rotary Foundation. And that was accepted in about April of last year. So uh, that brings us to the new project that's starting. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the participants in the last, in our, in what I call our project or my project, which is my clubs, uh, was uh, joined us from the Rotary Club of Sacramento, California, and he was so impressed. His club put in, I, I forget how much, ten or twenty thousand dollars toward our project. Oh and uh, he got ex- – Clayton Lee is this gentleman's name, and he was with us, and he got excited. He said, we're going to do one. And, and then he asked us, would you help? Yeah. And uh, how can you say no? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, when, you've, uh, when you've seen the impact. Yeah, like, exactly. Sure. So w- we started raising money here in, in our district uh, for that purpose. Yeah. And uh, well, I was able to um, uh, raise – and here we get into some leverage, some leverage discussion. Uh, I got clubs to contribute thirty-two thousand five hundred dollars uh, toward uh, this project. Yeah. Uh, then the district, with the district, um, uh, the district designated funds or DDF. Um, I always try to. I always try to name the acronyms before <laughs> I get into that. It's, it's so good easy, call. It's so yeah. easy. So easy to get into that. Um, just uh, gave us thirty thousand um, dollars. Yes, was it yesterday? Yesterday, yeah, wow. yeah. So we were thrilled with that. Um, so that made, and then that thirty thousand dollars is then going to go to the Rotary Foundation, and if they approve the project, and and we are certain that they're going to approve the project, eighty yeah. percent uh, of that DDF will be matched. So that's another twenty-four thousand dollars. So that Jeez. means our club will, our district will have been responsible for $86,000. It's, it's the, the power of Rotary. And yeah. you know, we've just got a few seconds here in this segment, but just really quick, we've had a couple people on that have talked about, you know, the Rotary Foundation and the matching funds. And it's really nice to see it like a real tangible evidence of the power of all of that fundraising. Right. And and after the break, I get into the specifics of, of, of Absolutely. All right, you're listening to Searching for Service. I'm Joe Kirk. I'm Kelly Kirk. And I'm Chad Larson. We'll be back.
For decades, eradicating polio worldwide has been Rotary's cornerstone cause. We are incredibly close to ridding the globe of this virus, but we need everyone's help to get us to the goal. World Polio Day is October 24th. Please consider making a new donation to Polio Plus or increasing your already generous giving. Go to npolio.org to be a part of this historical eradication of polio. You will help get vaccinations to the most remote parts of our world and help fulfill a promise we made to end polio now. Two drops and it stops. Is it the truth? Is it fair to all concern? Will it build good? Will it better friendships? Will it be beneficial to all concerned? When we pay it forward, it will be returned. Join Rotary to serve your community and the world with honesty, fairness, and goodwill. Our four-way test guides our actions every day. Is it the truth? Is it fair to all concerned? Will it build goodwill and better friendships? Will it be beneficial to all concerned? These values underpin our commitment to making a positive impact on the world. Learn more about your local Rotary Club and stop searching and start serving. And the song you're hearing right now was performed by the Rotary Club of Saskatoon, Natuna in Canada. When we take it forward, it will be returned. I can't see him from here. So. Hello and welcome back to Searching for Service, brought to you by Rotary District 5950-5960. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Chad Larson. And I'm Joe Kirk. And as a reminder, we love... Five-star reviews. Like, comment, subscribe, share, do all the things, please. <laughs> and you can do all of that um, through all of the different podcast platforms. However so. you listen. Yep, yes. search, searching for service. I love that you add that in, too. Yeah, That's I was just nice going to say, good call. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but if you are tuning in for the first time, we have um, Jim Nelson. He is a Rotary member of the Minneapolis City of Lakes Club also a former district governor, but we have him on here talking specifically about um, his most recent trip to Honduras. And so we had wrapped up our last section talking about um, the funding and what you, what, how you actually phrase it, leveraging. Yeah. So let's go ahead and just continue on um, that subject matter. Yeah, okay. Um, in, in this particular case, uh, and this is not unusual for international uh, grant projects, but I, I just brings to mind I sent an email. When I sent an email to all our participating clubs the other day, I sent one to uh, one club. Uh, which had given us five thousand dollars, which we were thrilled about, of course. And I and I pointed out to him what that five thousand dollars amounts to. So we've got hit their basic five thousand dollars and essentially a DDF match of five thousand dollars. It's mm -hmm. a little bit, a little, awesome. little bit difference, but so that's ten thousand dollars. And then to that ten that ten to that five thousand dollars that is matched, Rotary. Uh, the Rotary Foundation in Evanston will give 80% a match of that. So that's another $4,000. So now we're talking about... Um, we'll just call it 15 for round numbers. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's it's actually uh, it's, uh, uh, 14 plus... It's 24,000. 24,000. Wow. At, yeah. at this level. Yeah. And then World Vision is matching that dollar for dollar. Wow. 
So it just shows you there's no small there's no small donation to Rotary. No, that's especially exact, that's exactly right. Yeah, yeah, we've had donations to this project from five hundred dollars to ten thousand dollars. Yeah, so. it's truly incredible. Um, so it really is, and that and that's very typical. That kind of a five and a half six six times leverage for your local club funds. Mm -hmm. Well, and just think about the amount of things that you can do with that extra funds, wow. and and how it gaps probably some of the things that come up like. Weather. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's right. That's right. Yeah, and although this is submitted to Rotary International as a four hundred or an eight hundred thousand dollar project, four hundred Rotary, four hundred World Vision, I think we're going to end up raising considerably more than our four hundred. And World Vision says, "Whatever you raise, we're going to do it." How so, cool is that? Like, yeah, I think yeah. that's the cool part. Is like the the more successful you are, there's just more. Like it's just a more thing. Like. Right. You keep doing more, we got you. That's right. And then we can help more people get some clean water. That's so right. So why don't we go into the project itself? So why don't you walk us through a little bit about yeah, how I many days it. were you down there? A week, 10 days? Uh, we were down there uh, from Monday to just until Saturday. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, we uh, were going to go do it Monday to Friday, but we lost Monday because our flight was canceled uh, at four in the morning. Our flight to Atlanta was canceled, so... We couldn't get our connecting flight to San Pedro Sula, which is the the airport in uh, Honduras where we fly to. So, well, luckily we you're only it. five hours away. We're only yeah. five hours away, but it took us for, uh, 16 hours to get there. <laughs> That's a long day. Yeah. <laughs> so, so and walk us so, through when you got there. How, like, so did you meet immediately with the Rotary Club? We, yeah, what we well, we we had to stay in San Pedro because uh, things are kind of dicey out in the country at night. So we weren't able to travel to Santa Rosa, which is our sort of our base and where our rotor, our partner Rotary Club is. So we stayed overnight, and then we took a uh, we took a uh, drive to the first community we went to, which is a community by the name of Santa Teresa, which was helped by the just completed project. Yeah. So that, that's about a – we were up at 6 o'clock in the morning. That's about a six-hour drive, even though it's about 100 miles. Yeah, the, roads the roads are not very good <laughs> down there. So, and it's up in the mountains and so forth So for part of that time. Um, that's probably the first day in about five years that I never had a cup of coffee all day, by the way. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> headache headache yeah. at about 11.30 in the I morning. I didn't have problem. I was surprised, actually. But any event, so we got there, and, and, and they had already had a meeting that morning, so we missed some of that mor morning. But we heard from them, and I have the notes uh, on that conversations that they had. We the, the, the format is to meet with the community and talk to them, mm -hmm. either about what their need is or about what clean water has meant to them. And, and as mm -hmm. we talked earlier, clean water is just so important. Um, it's a trickle effect. Yeah, and, and we we go down there. Every place we go, we're told before the water came, the kids were drinking contaminated water and they all had diarrhea problems. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what does that do? It, it, it means malnourishment. Yep. Mm -hmm. It means you're not going to school. Yep. yep. Yeah, all those things. Just the yeah. just the Not systematic yeah. impact. Yeah. Right. right. You know, and one of my favorite things, and we've talked about this in the past too, is how we solicit through Rotary the the need in the community versus going, hey, we're going to do this project and we're just going to dump it on you and hopefully it works. Right. right. Is that we do a lot of the outreach to make sure that that need is is actually serviced correctly that's right. that's and right. sustainable. That's so right. I like I like hearing that's about a, that. That's a key thing that the Rotary Foundation, when they're going to review projects, is 
have you done the community assessment? Have you sat down with the community and asked them what they need? Mm-hmm. And it's pretty easy in that in the case of these villages, they need water. Well, and, and specifically so, in this village, like what was what was the mechanism that you guys created for them? Like what was the project? Yeah. Honduras, in that part of Honduras, they have plenty of water. It's just not clean. Yeah. And it's not, it's not treated and so forth. Um, and the, there's water, various watersheds, um, uh, and the water is very clean up at the top of the mountains. And so the idea is to bring the water down into the community. And, the, and it's, so, so we're, not, we're not drilling wells. What we're doing is using gravity-fed systems. Uh, so we're bringing, we're laying uh, PVC piping underground. Yep. So you have to dig a trench all the way. And guess who's digging the trench? The community members are digging the trench, not Rotarians. The community members are committed to this. They are partners. This is really important. How cool is that? They are so committed to this. In the first project, I was told there was a bunch of communities involved, and they dug 80 miles of trenches, and we saw them digging. They were digging with picks and shovels. They weren't. It's not like How they long had. Did it take no, them to do that? it's unbelievable. I mean, and the, the yeah. particularly the men can, uh, agreed that they're going to every nine days they're going to take a day off from whatever else they're doing and, and dig. Listen to that Met Council while you're doing the light rail. <laughs> oh my gosh! Let's not get into that. Yeah. <laughs> So, oh, so, so we're bringing the water down in PV by by virtue of gravity, yeah. and then uh, in this particular one, Saint uh, Santa Teresa, into a into a reservoir, a big tank, forty thousand gallon tank, and that fills up, and then the, from there the water is distributed to the individual yep. homes. That's Un- that's the idea. Unbelievable! It seems very sustainable too, right? Like not a lot of moving yes. parts and things that can break. Right. It's you're just bringing water from one location. Down well, to and but there are there are some treatments that go on. They treat it with chlorine when okay. it gets down into. And the, the other part of the sustainable part of it is uh, the community members are trained in maintaining the system. So it's sustainable. And, and World Vision, another part of the sustainability. Certainly, one part is just the fact that community is involved so yeah. deeply. Yeah. And they set up water boards with the help of World Vision to to monitor and administer things, to collect a small fee. It might be only $20 a year from each household to build up a reserve so that they can make whatever repairs have to be made. Well, and I'm sure once they see the product there, it's it's a simple sell. I mean, they see how it changed their life. They're like... Yeah. yeah, they're they're sold no, on thank it. They're, you to yeah, clean yeah. Water. We're no, definitely going to keep right. You know, I can't even imagine. Right, they're sold. <laughs> and the, in the one community, it might have been Santa Teresa. We were told that World Vision uh, has kind of administers this, and they basically told them we have to have ninety percent of your adults trained in some aspect of this, or we're not going to do it. If, you, yeah. if, you, if mm-hmm. the community is not interested, we're not interested. Yeah, right. So they had a hundred percent, a hundred every single adult in the community was trained in some way. It's just incredible. incredible. So that so the in Santa Teresa we stood outside, we have pictures. I don't I think there might be a picture showing yeah, the pictures are going on yeah. the yeah. on the Facebook. Um, there's a picture of us with the community people in front of the uh, the tank with the rotary logo and the and the World Vision logo. Just uh, world-changing for them. I mean absolutely. seriously it's just completely yeah. world changing. That's the part that I just can't yeah. ever get over is yeah. 
you know, we, we take for granted everything that we have and, you know, bringing this fresh water that is clean yeah. so that the kids can drink it, everybody can drink it. And you have this community buy-in around a very simple concept yeah. and it galvanizes everybody. How big is the community? No, you're asking me a question I can't That's answer. Okay. But they're they're yeah. pretty small. They're they're pretty small yeah. communities. We had the one community that we're uh, going to benefit for the next project. They had only 12 yeah. families. But it's still. But this was bigger. This yeah. was bigger. Well, you're listening to Searching for Service. I'm Joe Kirk. I'm Kelly Kirk. And I'm Chad Larson. For decades, eradicating polio worldwide has been Rotary's cornerstone cause. We are incredibly close to ridding the globe of this virus, but we need everyone's help to get us to the goal. World Polio Day is October 24th. Please consider making a new donation to Polio Plus or increasing your already generous giving. Go to npolio.org to be a part of this historical eradication of polio. You will help get vaccinations to the most remote parts of our world and help fulfill a promise we made to end polio now. Two drops and it stops. Rotary is a place for all community-minded people who want to serve their areas with the support of an international organization. Join Rotary to find service. Join Rotary to find inclusion. Join Rotary to find leadership. Join Rotary to find fun. Join Rotary to find friendship. Join Rotary to find a better version of the world. Find a Rotary Club near you at rotary.org and click on Club Finder. There is a club out there for everyone. Find your fit with Rotary. Rotary.org. Hello and welcome back to Searching for Service, brought to you by Rotary District 5950 and 5960. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Chad Larson. And I'm Joe Kirk. As a reminder, you can find us on your favorite podcast platforms, and we do love... Likes, shares. Five-star reviews. (laughs) Search, Searching for Service. Look at you. I love it. That's really wonderful. If you're tuning in for the first time, we have Jim Nelson. He is a part of the Minneapolis City of Lakes Rotary. He's also a former district governor. More importantly, we have him on here recapping his most recent Honduras trip um, that was offered through the Rotary. And so uh, in our last segment, we were talking about um, the the project project itself. And so we're going to just continue rolling off of that and – why don't we just pick up where we left off, Jim? Yeah, my, my final thought on the Santa Teresa site um, with the 40,000-gallon uh, tank. As we stood there, there's a pipe coming off the bottom of it, and there's water just rushing out. And uh, one of the people said, why is this water coming out here instead of going to the homes? And they said that because our tank is full and there's excess water right now. Yeah. And uh, and. So then the question was, was that water going to waste? And one of the community members said, look down there. And they were the crops down there. They use it for irrigation, oh, the wow. excess oh, sure. water. Okay. And, you know, we were so in smart. communities where they can't sell their crops because the water is so contaminated. They're using contaminated yeah. water yeah. To, to water their crops. Yeah, bad in, bad out, right? Bad in, bad yep. out. Yep, that, that's exactly right. So then that afternoon we went to a different uh, community, El Carousel, I think it was called, and um, they had water, um, but the water, especially in certain times of the year, was actually muddy. Mm, too much sediment. Yeah. And um, so they needed – they didn't need a tank. They needed a water filtration system. And so they have – they built an open-air system where it comes down and goes through some sort of 
gravel or something at the bottom. I don't. I'm not an engineer, yeah. so I don't. I don't know exactly. It's how a it filter. Works. <laughs> it's a filter of some sort, and it's outdoors, and the sun helps too. And uh, so that uh, that gave them clean water that they needed. Bad in, good out. <laughs> exactly, exactly right. Yeah. And um, the people were were so appreciative of 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 that. It's so interesting to hear the difference in need too. Yeah, as you're going, as you're going, I mean, even within Honduras, which isn't a huge country by any stretch right. of the imagination, and just geographically within, how many hours were the two um, towns? Communities? Yeah. I, I'm trying to remember how long it took. Probably uh, felt like we one. Made a, you know, we, we stopped someplace for lunch, but it was probably a couple hours. And, and you, don't, you don't get very far going a couple hours up in the mountains of Honduras. Sure. I mean, you're, mm. sometimes you're on roads that you can't even believe are roads. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, but the, they weren't that far apart. Okay. Yeah. But, and, it, but the need was completely different. The need was different. Every, every, every community has a different sort of micro watershed and so forth. So, How yeah, many total and, communities did you guys visit? Um, this time around, I think we only delivered or, uh, visited, uh, six maybe communities. <laughs> only six. Yeah. Well, over, over three days. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. Um, so the next day, so the next day we were in communities that still needed help. And we went to three that were fairly close together. They were up one mountain. When we all said and done, we were up about 7,000 feet. So yeah. we're up a long ways. The last community had only 12 um, families living there. So the government was not interested. The government doesn't have any money anyway. They weren't interested in in helping 12 families. They said they had 19 families, but the hurricane knocked out seven homes. And the people, they said the people migrated to the United States. I I assume illegally, but that's, that's, you know, Honduras has been in the news about that a lot. And uh, so, I mean, they had the same problems. Uh, the, the, the proposal there is to build a very small reservoir, 2,500 yeah, uh, sure. gallons, with that, enough, for, enough for their use and for some future use as well. And um, in, in all these, these three communities, the, the message was the same, and particularly with the women. We can't keep our kids clean. We can't keep ourselves clean. Um, Sometimes we'll be without water for eight to ten days. Eight to ten days without water. What do you do? What do you do? Well, first of all, we store some water because yeah. we're anticipating that we're going to be without just to, water. Just to drink, I'm sure. And then, yeah, and then if we're out of water, we'll go to a neighbor's because they may have more pressure because they're lower down. There might be enough pressure to get water to them, so we'll borrow from them. Or we'll go to the creek, there's a creek nearby, or there's a river several kilometers away that some people go to get yeah, water geez. or wash their clothes. It's a, it, it's a, it's a day-to-day struggle. Yeah. You know? And, you know, one thing I haven't mentioned that I should throw in, this is what's called a WASH product project, and WASH stands for Water, Sanitation, and Hygiene Education. Mm-hmm. All those, they go together. Some of the, we've been to communities that have no sanitation facilities at all, people are defecating in the woods. Yeah. Think of mm. that. Yeah, in twenty in the twenty twenties. Yeah. And yeah. the the mayor of that little community said, you know, the worst thing about this is he was speaking Spanish, so it was being translated. Yeah. He said, the worst thing about it is we have no dignity. Yeah. A, wow. Yeah. 
So that that's a part of it. And the hygiene education is primarily in the schools, teaching kids about the importance of washing your hands and yeah. keeping clean. Mm. They take that back to their parents. They they train their parents, yeah, basically. We were in one community, I should add as a little side note, that um, previously the kids had all been told, don't wash your hands, it wastes water. It wastes water. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah, that, so, I mean, it totally so, makes sense. Yeah, yeah it does. Sense. I hadn't thought of it, but it <laughs> like, does yeah. totally make sense. Yeah. So, we need to stay alive, and so don't <laughs> don't yeah. don't wash your right, hands. Right, exactly. Yeah. Well, and it's so great that you guys have been able to at least address and hear the needs of those individual communities, and then be able to tailor a project that will the projects that will be sustainable in all of these communities, from twelve households all the way up to I don't know what the largest one was. I'm not sure either, but it was quite a quite, quite a, few. a few. Yeah, yeah. But the scalability is really interesting, and in how we've right. we've talked about it. So, yeah. I mean, thank you so much for for that group that went down there, and uh, you how know, how many total people were on the trip? We we had from the U.S. Uh, I believe it was eight, and you know, one of the exciting things about this is we had have gotten the attention of uh, Rotary International and their director of water projects worldwide accompanied us on this trip. Oh, that's great. And she saw what was going on. And I I think I can say that she was very impressed in saying we need to do more projects of this scale. You know, a lot of people do small projects. And there's nothing wrong with small projects. But if you can get the money together and and do a project like this. um, You change a lot of lives. You change an awful lot of lives, yeah. Well, I feel like... Sorry, Go I was ahead. just going to say on the heels of that, I think that that's a kind of a good segue for us to talk about what you um, what you've been hearing about the like envisioning of what these next trips could look like for Honduras or what um, what impact. capacity we could help impact for Honduras. Yeah, I think that um, I think it would be fair to say that that Rotary International and um, is interested in doing these large projects. And I, and I know that Clayton, who I mentioned from the Rotary Club of Sacramento, he and his group are saying, you know, we should be able to bring clean water to the entire country of Honduras. Mm-hmm. I love that And goal. that's sort of the end. That's sort of the end game. And and I know that World Vision and, uh, and Rotary also is involved in large scale looking at the situation in Haiti, which is... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The poorest country in the Western Hemisphere, uh, Honduras is second poorest. So, um, so it, it's the large scale things is what is really driving a lot of people's passion at this point. Incredible, incredible, yeah. incredible stuff! Like it's but, so inspiring. Yeah, it really is. I'm certainly excited to. Um, I haven't had a chance to take a peek at the pictures, but oh, um, yeah. our listeners and anybody who's tuning in live right now is ha- having, having the opportunity to see those. Those wonderful photos. Yeah, so. we got lots more if anybody wants to see them too. Are they yeah, found sure. on your guys' Facebook page or website? Uh, not yet. We're I'll still, find we're them. still I'll find them and yeah. post them. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 I'd, I'd, I'd love to do it. that. I'd love to do that. Jim, yeah. with our last little bit here, take about forty-five seconds. Last thoughts about the project, about you know, just what what you want listeners to know about it. Maybe how they can get involved. Well, how they can get involved is certainly they could, um, um, through if they're Rotarians, they can certainly um, get their clubs involved. 
Uh, we've got uh, eight clubs in in the district this on this project contributing funds. Uh, so we've got some clubs that hopefully are getting excited. I sent them a long email uh, the other day and telling them about the leverage and about what we saw down there. And you could uh, contact uh, Rotary five nine five zero Jim at gmail.com, which is my email uh, address, and I'd be happy to connect them with another Rotary Club or connect them with my club to talk talk about it. That's fantastic. Thank you so much, Jim. Thank you for being on the show and uh, sharing your wonderful experience. I'm Joe Kirk. I'm Kelly Kirk. I'm Chad Larson. As a reminder, you're listening to Searching for Service. It's time to stop searching and start serving. And join a rotary right now.